so Carrie, here we are back again because there's so many questions, right? So many questions. Oh my yes. God. Everything from direct messages to emails. I mean, people are leaving me voicemails. I know. Instagram. <laughs> we love it. Welcome to Hard Candy and Fruit Snacks. I'm Gloria Harrison, a TV producer living in New York. And I'm Carrie Clifford, an actor and writer living in Los Angeles. We first met in elementary school outside Boston. When I was part of a program that bused kids from the inner city to school in the suburbs. We're going to talk about privilege and disadvantage. And about what it's like to move from one world to another without really feeling at home in either. In this podcast, we're having conversations about race. And the awkwardness that comes with learning about people from another culture. This has been such a great thing. Ask a white person, ask a black person. No judgment. You're, you're okay if I ask you things that might be a little bit sensitive right of course and and same here like i noticed like this has nothing to do with the questions but we had on our last episode like i uh, like truly thought all these years that you got into the job that we worked together in our 20s because yeah. you knew somebody because of your white privilege and i really held that seriously in my mind for so long. And that's why I love this brave space because yep. you really checked me. You're like, Gloria, I want to talk to you about that. And that's right. the first time I learned that guess what? What I thought wasn't the case. I'm like, right. Carrie, you know, you got white privilege, girl. You know, you got hooked <laughs> up. It's okay. I ain't mad at you. Like you didn't have to pass out your resumes. And seriously, I, I'm, I was enlightened and I, I had to check myself. And I love, too, that we both realized we basically started at, like, that you were working at Planet Hollywood. I was yes. working at Crate Barrel. Like, neither one of us were doing what we wanted to do, you right. know? So it was, yeah. No, you're right. That was, like, an interesting... Um, but I love learning stuff. Of, you know, this is just a great way for us to learn more about each other. And I love that we can... That people feel safe also, like, asking us these or proposing these questions because they want maybe they don't feel comfortable asking so we do it for them <laughs> right we're going to encourage you guys and listen listen to these and they'll maybe spark some questions that you want to ask somebody that you know like at yeah. home or who you work with you know and just asking the questions you learn more when you ask and be a good listener yeah. like ask and like be prepared to hear sometimes it's not even what you want to hear but if you want to know and you're asking be prepared to listen yep totally um here's something that like i've actually thought about just in doing our podcast and, and something that I've realized about you um, is you think more about your race than I do. And this question is saying, do you think about being black every day? The answer to that is yes. And right. I want to ask you and then I'll get we'll get more into it. Do you yeah. think about being white every day? No. Right. It's it, yeah, because it's not it's not put in front of me the way that it is for you, you know, and when when we were talking about the Black Lives Matter and Breonna Taylor and all that, I think it was so emotional for you because it was bringing up all these things. It was emotional for me, but not nearly in the same way. I can't I can't equate my emotional experience with yours because it's just not. It's still like other you know what I mean? It's right. like that happened to a black woman. It didn't have, you know. And so I have realized in our conversations that for you, you do think about being black every day. I do not think about my race. I don't think about my white privilege, nor do I think about just like being white, what that means. Like, it's just not something that I'm faced with every day. But you are. Right. And I tell you, the reason you don't think about it is because you don't have to. 
People yeah. don't have to think about being white because the world is run by white America. The world mm -hmm. is owned historically by white Americans. And so it is the norm, right? For you, you just get up. And for me, I don't want to say, oh my gosh, every day I have to think about being a black woman, but I really don't have a choice. Yeah. I don't have a choice because I, I met with it through the media. I'm, you know, I could go into a store, you know, and I could feel like, oh my gosh, I've done everything right. I fought for the American dream. I went to college. I'm married. I've got kids. I do everything I'm supposed to, but yet and still somebody in the store might think that I'm stealing. Right. Okay. So that to me is like, oh, okay. I'm in Westchester. I'm living uh -huh. the American dream. I turn right, which may be the wrong way for somebody. And guess what? My blackness becomes an issue, not for me, but for someone else. Why? Because it makes them feel uncomfortable because right. they think that I'm less than. And so when I say being a black American is always on my mind, it's because America, white America has made it so that that's right. the case. And we see it every single day, no matter where I go. Um, I'm definitely made aware of who I am. And it's right. like, I don't want to say all the time that I'm on edge. Because I'm not. But I feel like when I let my guard down, I'm like, see, Gloria, you got to remember who you are. I'll give you an example. I've worked with people and I've gotten pulled over by the police in my adult life. And you know what they said? Why didn't you tell them you work here? Why didn't you tell them you work, so -and -so, you work for so-and-so? I said, yeah, that works for you. That doesn't work for me. So I want to tell you about experience when I went on vacation. Um, it was actually in the Bahamas. The Atlantis, we had um, an experience that was not a good one. Mm. Somebody else I knew was white, stayed at the same hotel, actually recommended that I go there. This person had a problem with the hotel. He went and complained. He said, I work here. I do this. Do you know mm. he was put into the penthouse? Do you know that he got <laughs> all of this treatment? And he said, Gloria, all you had to do was say you work here and you know this person. I said, yes. I do that as a black woman and they're going to say, I'm taking advantage. I'm using my job to get ahead. Right. And mm -hmm. that's a problem. But you do it so naturally every day mm -hmm. and you don't even think about it. And so when we say we don't have a choice, we don't have a choice. Who is a comedian that had the show where she was talking about um, her white privilege? Um, oh, Chelsea Handler. Yes, we saw yeah. this. She said, listen, yeah. I go into the grocery store and I, and this is funny, I want to tell you, she's like, you know how yeah. they have the samples of the fruit or the samples of the chocolate? She's like, right. I just go in there and eat it. And I, you know, I'm sure this is pre-pandemic, but go in right. there, eat that. I eat the fruit. I walk to the store. I don't have a care in the world. You don't because you're a white woman. Black right. woman, honey, if I go and try um, a piece of fruit <laughs> or, or some chocolate, they're going to be like, oh, my God, call security. She's stealing. Okay. okay? Right. But how come I can't just like, and, and that's another thing. Speaking of that, someone asked a question. They said, why is it that when a white person steals, it's a hobby for them? But if mm. a black person steals, they're poor. They're needy. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? And, and they yeah. are looked at as criminals. It's like, guys, we don't have a choice. So when you say, do I think about being black? I have no choice. Right. And when I let my guard down, I get hurt. And so therefore I build up this wall to say, listen, I need to protect myself, protect my family, protect my kids, because guess what? Not everybody is even in 2021. No. Yeah. And not everybody is accepting. Right. Yeah.
Yeah. It's just, it's so different. It's just, it, I've, I've become so conscious of that, that it's like you do, you have to think about it a lot more. And I'm just like, you know, and it's like, it makes me sad, you know? I mean, I guess I should in a way feel grateful that I don't have that, but, but I don't feel that. I feel just more like, oh, that's so unfair that you have to, you wake up every morning and think about the fact that you're black and what that means. And I, wake up every morning and try to just get my kid out the door and don't think, you know, it's just like, ugh, I, it's, right. And so, and it's so, disconcerting. But, but I love this brave space that we're talking about. Right. So that being said, the conversations we have, I think are only making us stronger women and better human yeah. beings, because it's like, if you know that and you're hearing that, keep that in mind, you don't have to walk on eggshells around black people, but it's like, think right. about that. Do you have any idea? Have you ever experienced that emotion of what that feels like to be judged, right. to be looked at because of the color of your skin and this climate that it's still happening. It's like, people stop it. Stop it. Right. You are not better right. than me. You right. are not better than me. Your kids are not better than my kids. Your life right. does not have more value. You know what I right. mean? And if people could understand that, it's like, it, we can begin to have a real conversation about what that feels like. Mm -hmm. And I love that you're saying you don't think about it. And that right. speaks to privilege. And that yeah. speaks to, like you said, Chelsea Handler. Like I was cracking up when I was watching her because it's yeah. so true. So you're in there stealing in the supermarket. Yeah. She, <laughs> right. she right. admits it. You can go yeah. in and steal clothes. But I go in there and it's like, oh, no, you're calling security. You're calling the cops. I'm getting arrested. I can't accidentally put something in my cart and walk out of the grocery store. And it's also like, I mean, this is years ago when Winona Ryder stole something. But it's like it, it also when it's a white person shoplifting, <laughs> it becomes like kleptomaniac. Yes, like it's that's a, what I'm it's saying. A, right. Like it's a psychological disorder versus like. The criminal, you know, it, yeah. it, you're right. It's a totally double standard. Or I know wealthy people that I know for a fact they don't need to steal. And right. I'm telling you, they steal as a, as a joke. They think yeah. it's funny. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, but if somebody else steals, it's from a disadvantage. They have a record now. They're going to mm -hmm. jail. They don't have a, um, a, sorry, an attorney that could help them get out of jail. This is going to follow right. them. But you're in there stealing, but you will be walked past because you're white. Right. Crazy. Yeah, it's not fair. It's not fair. Mm-mm. Um, do you have one for me? Or yes, yes. One? Wait, so listen, okay. I want everybody to know when I say nah, right? People are like, Gloria, you're a grown ass woman. But I like to, you know, like feel cool Wait, sometimes. I don't know, because I just say it sometimes and I think <laughs> people are like, why does she, you know, I, it's like the inside of me, like that, that inner city comes out sometimes. Like, nah, yeah, that's miss okay. me with that. Do you like that or do you yes. think it's too much? <laughs> no, first of all, you should be you. And yes. if you want to say that, yeah. But then if I start saying it, you can call me out on yeah, that. Yeah, you can say it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so listen, yes, yeah, somebody else sent in a question. Boy, you know what's funny? We just put about three of them in that answer. I know. We've done, We've been doing a lot of, like, if, if people... Don't get upset if we didn't get to your question because sometimes we have lumped them into the, you know, the same thing. All right, this is funny. And actually, I don't know if you'll think it's funny, but I, when I got the message, I was laughing. Why do white people wear shorts when it's cold outside? I mean, 15 degrees cold. Most people wearing long johns and denim jeans, they got on shorts. Knees be clicking together. <laughs> Goosebumps. I mean, I don't understand that. Can somebody, I mean, explain to me why white people wear shorts in 15 degree weather? 
Okay, that is so funny because I do know some people in my life that are the and they and I hadn't thought about it being a white thing, but they are white males yes. that do that do wear shorts all the time. I, okay, now I am someone who is cold all the time, so I don't even wear shorts in the summer. Like, and I also hate my legs. Like, I totally have old lady knees. But um, <laughs> but anyway, but is that a white thing? Honestly, first of all, I'm always cold like you, so I get it. But I, I mean, listen, I'm gonna have to say it. I'm going back to Wayland, our childhood. It would be like yeah. 15 degrees. I'm getting off the Mecco bus and I see the white boys, really, mostly white yeah. boys, with shorts on. I'm like, aren't yeah. you cold? Your legs are beet red. You are, you're, yeah. you're, you know what I'm saying? You're, what's happening to you? <laughs> like, you're, and they just be walking like that. And sometimes I would see some of the other athletes, like if they came out of the, mm -hmm. like out of the gym real quick and, and some of them would be black. I'm like, you know, you better put some damn pants on. You know, your right. mama don't play that. But I grew up seeing that. And then in my adult life in Westchester, no lie. I'm like, now, you know, he's cold. Totally. Where are his <laughs> pants? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, but is it to show like, like I'm so tough, it's snowing out and I can wear shorts? I don't know. I don't know. But I just remember seeing like the, tell me if you remember this, the shorts. And then sometimes they'll have socks on with flip flops or, yeah. or flip flops. And it's like 20 degrees. Like I know you are cold and I don't yeah. even know. I think it's more of a lazy thing. Like quick, come out of the house. That's what I used to think. Like, right. Like not a care in the world. Like real, just like okay but then okay this is gonna probably sound racist but but so then similarly just as like a quirky fashion yes. statement and this isn't solely black but there are a lot of black younger like teen 20 somethings that wear their pants super low okay right? so to I, me yes <laughs> but i think the same thing like okay like you don't feel the air going in your butt crack or whatever like right Wait, so, like, so to me i agree with you and i think honestly please i'm gonna get canceled too forgive me yeah, I, yeah. that to me is on the same lines as the n-word i took my son to dorchester when he was younger and took yeah. him to the inner city where i grew up and showed him the pants of the boys and I said you will never wear your pants like that he was like ouch right. like get off of me I go look look at me and I was in his face I said listen <laughs> right. this is a no-no and right. let me tell you I'm so glad to be aligned with my husband because one time we were in the mall this is where my kids were teenagers he's walking in front of us and all of a sudden I see my my husband's pants down <laughs> like like almost I said what the hell is he did they, they start laughing they go mommy what's daddy doing he goes how does that look to you guys and they oh and, and, and they were like, Daddy, you look crazy. He's like, I say this to say, pull your pants up. Right. Represent right. yourself. And honestly, I have people in my family who I've said, Hey, can you pull your pants up? Like my right. mom said, You know he's cold. You're right, that right. ass going up his ass. He needs right. to put it. So I, I am with you on that just as much as I am on the shorts. I don't understand it. It's a But it's do a, you think it's it's a similar thing that it's like, you know, like, okay, and we're like making total sweeping generalizations but it's like the white guys that are wearing shorts when it's you know 20 degrees out are they doing it because it's like cool or you know it's some sort of cultural thing and do you think it's similar motivation behind like the black and there's also it's not solely a black thing they're also white no they're white kids, kids doing it now hispanic yeah, i yeah. think it's a it's a yeah. it's a um it's a fad um, yeah. That is a part of the, the hip hop culture, a part of right. like just music in general, artists. It's what, but, but, but my thing to them is no matter what you look like, Asian, white, black, Hispanic, pull your damn pants up. 
Pull your it pants makes me up. nervous. It makes me nervous. I'm like, how are they holding up? Like, I see the belt. It's definitely not working. And what happens when they fall? Like, I, I seriously get like sweaty walk. palms. They can't walk. Right. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like yeah. you look uncomfortable. So I've actually said to ne- uh, to nephews, like, uh, on in my family, like, can you pull your pants up? And most of them are respectful and do. And some of them are like, nah, this is the way I'm going to wear. And, and I get right. angry. And I have to remember, okay, you're not my son. You're an extended right. family member. I have to respect your fashion statement i just don't understand it pull your right. pants up and my mother right. like i'm from i'm really old school i was old school and you know when i was 15 i just right. came from that was raised in that it's like they're just things you don't do my husband the same way he like we were hysterically laughing in the mall i go what are you doing pull your pants right. up. he goes hold on i'm trying to make a point and the kids are right. like dad you look crazy and he's like that's my point he's like listen right. you buy a belt that's why they made belts put your pants on and we raise our son that way. It's like, it's unacceptable. And so he's so scared of us. He thinks, I think he's glad to be out of the house and living his best life. He's like, my parents are crazy. Yeah. (laughs) I think we are too. I'm a little much. No, but, but I think, you know, and you're right. It is cultural, not necessarily like white, black or whatever, but it's like, you know, I've seen when people post pictures of like their kids at prom, I'm like, Okay, my mom would have never, and I would have never wanted to wear a dress that like barely covers my yes. vagina. You know, but like <laughs> that's the new thing, go girl. The totally. shorter the better. We wore long dresses. Yes, yes, and so like, and you know, and I'm. It's like that. I'm sure for every generation, right? There's things yes. that like you're doing to to rebel against your parents or whatever. But it is like sometimes I look at those pictures. I'm like, oh my god, I'm glad I don't have a daughter, so I don't have to like deal with these conversations. Right. But you know, it's like. But I honestly, I, I worry because I think my kids are going to be the ones that go to college and just like live their most wild life because I yeah, didn't let rebelling. them. Yeah, yeah and I, I, I know. I, I got to. I don't know. I don't, I'm not going to change it because I, yeah. I, I was wild. So I just right. do everything that I did. I'm like, you're not doing that. You're not doing They're just like, OK, yeah. we want out of this house because yeah. you're crazy. And they think their dad's crazy. <laughs> oh I think we God. are, too. No, no, I think you're both. But yeah, and you know what's sad though? The pants thing, like it's been around for a while. That's concerning. So yeah, to each its own. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay, here's another one that we got. Um, Is it offensive to ask you as a black person if you like fried chicken and watermelon? (laughs) (laughs) But that has become a thing, right? That, that, That it's almost like it's a become like a slur first of all to assume that a black person likes fried chicken and watermelon but even like using that is together like, right and and honestly and, i don't and it's like inappropriate it's, it's inappropriate. become inappropriate i don't know do in you my, like do it, you like fried chicken and watermelon in my family okay first of all i love watermelon okay i don't like i i'm gonna go on record saying i don't I know a lot of white people that do, so I don't right. think it's like a white black thing, but I find it doesn't have a lot of flavor. Oh my gosh, I love it. And then when it comes to fried chicken, I grew up eating fried chicken a lot and I love yeah. it. But in my adult life, I don't even know how to fry, okay? So right. I'm probably going to get canceled with the black culture. They're going to be like, girl, you don't know how to do your yeah. hair. You can't fry chicken. You're canceled, okay? Yeah. All right. Yeah. But, but I would say I'm not going to go up to a white person who's Italian and say, hey, do you want a certain dish? Or to someone who's Jewish. So why are you asking me? Why are you assuming that the only thing I like is fried chicken and watermelon? Okay. That to me is um, derogatory. It has racial um, undertones. And I just don't feel- But what are the racial undertones? The fact that black people- Why has it become- Well, well, because black people, historically, we fry our foods. We eat chicken. We like um, 
ribs. We like all kinds of meat and we do fry. And we yeah. have, my mother used to fry growing up, but it's like, don't assume we also eat bait chicken. We also like fish. Right. We also, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, don't assume that black people only eat fried food. So to, yeah. for you to ask me that, I, I take it offense to that. I also yeah. want to tell you, speaking of that, I had someone you know years ago when I got engaged to my husband. She goes, oh, my God. She goes, you guys are engaged? I said, yes. She goes, are you going to have a real wedding? And I said, oh, what do you mean real wedding? I said, I'm going to have a wedding like anyone else right. would have a wedding. She goes, well, are you going to have a wedding like in your backyard and you guys are going to have fried chicken? And oh, um, <laughs> I looked at her. I said, wow. I said, we might have fried chicken on the menu. Yeah. We might have seafood. We might have steak. I don't know. But wow. First of all, you asked me, am I going to have a real wedding? What does that say to what me? That, what does that what mean? What does it mean? What does it yeah, mean? Yeah. So my life, again, you think that because I'm black that yeah. I can't have a wedding with a yeah. ceremony that I won't go to a church or that I won't go to any place where I want to have this ceremony. The fact that you yeah. think that I won't have a real wedding. What is real? What does that mean? Right. Because right. a wedding is a wedding. You can have it in your backyard and it just be totally. just, as, just as beautiful as yeah. if you did it some fancy hotel. But the right. fact that she asked me this and she was a white woman, I was like, right. okay, you know what? You're nasty. Okay. Right. <laughs> because I would never say to someone, oh my God, congratulations. You're getting married. Are you going to have a real wedding? It would never yeah. even cross my mind to talk to yeah. someone like that. And my question to her is, would you say that to a white person? Yeah. And guess well, what, what does I that did? even mean? Real I don't wedding? know. I don't know. Because there's so many different ways that you can celebrate getting married. So that doesn't even like make sense. And as someone who did go to your wedding, it was a really good party. <laughs> yes. And I made sure I invited her ass too. So she yeah. can say, listen, girl, we had no fried chicken. You had a seafood selection. You had some meat. We were shaking it down. You know, you totally. saw the United Nations up in there. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yes. But I wanted to honestly show her. I made it yeah. my business to make sure that she was invited because I'm like, girl. And then honestly, she may not have meant it like yeah. a real wedding because I'm black. But because I am black and she yeah. is white, I'm like, you're trying to be funny. You're asking yeah. me, am I having a real wedding? I would never say that to you. I would yeah. never ask you if you're having fried chicken at your wedding. Right. right. So why are you asking me that? Um. Okay, here's an, an, <laughs> awkward, an awkward story that happened to me. Um, so this was probably like, I don't know, like 10 years ago or something. Paul and I were going home to Wayland yes. and my parents were having a party so they couldn't pick us up at the airport. So they sent like a, you know, a car service or whatever. Right. And, and the party that my parents were having was like an outdoor ca casual, but it was like, I don't know, they had it catered, whatever. So, um, Paul and I, so we get driven home and my mom comes to the car to like say hi and everything and and she has all this food and so she says to the driver can i make you a plate do you want some fried chicken <laughs> and he was black and paul and i almost died and in my mom's defense she was having this you know outdoor barbecue she had all this food she's she's grateful to this man who drove yes. us from the airport out to wayland and so she wanted to she i mean Who's going to accept food from a stranger anyways? But I understand her her uh, intent, but it came across so racist because we now have that connotation that fried chicken and she offered this black man fried chicken and Paul <laughs> and I could not like hide our faces. But like and he said no. And we just went about our day. But how did he look? Did he seem surprised or was he like taking it back? It could be just you and Paul like going through I your know. own insecurities to be honest with you. 
Like, exactly. Uh, yes, he didn't seem, but also, like, I don't know that he would. He was older. Like, I don't know that he would have spoken up necessarily. But he he was very gracious and just like, no, I'm fine. You know, thank you. But I and 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 truthfully, my mom had no idea what she was saying. And she was serving. <laughs> she was serving fried chicken because fried chicken is not a black thing. It's, right. it's a delicious food that she was having this, you know, casual outdoor barbecue. But imagine this coming from a white woman, the optics of it just for a yes. second. Yes. He's black. Yeah. He's like, hell no, she gonna offer me right. some fried why is she offering mm-hmm. me some salmon why is she offering right. me some halibut okay yeah. why why yeah. is she offering me fried chicken i don't know that he was saying that but right I, my immediate thing is i think that your mom was showing her southern hospitality not sure if she's totally well, my parents are from down south and whenever right. she's not would, southern yeah. but she's just you know be, and she probably ordered way too much food and was just yeah. like you know yeah but it's still that that thing about fried chicken and watermelon it just has become <laughs> this like inappropriate thing to say you know right but i think i would say to you i give your mom a pass on this one because my parents always growing up would invite people to come by and they would offer them something to eat they never said have some fried chicken she never was specific she would just say have something to eat so would you like to have something to eat and in fact it's a funny story because my mom said look i'm cooking for seven people it's five of us your dad and I, and anybody will come by and he'd be like, have something to eat. So she's like, are you kidding me? So she right, had to I make cook, all, for more. Yeah, cook yeah. more food for everyone else. But <laughs> right. I know that it reminds me what your mom said to this gentleman reminds me of my parents, reminds yeah. me of the way I was raised. Naturally, be like, can I offer you something to eat? Right. You know, right. And, and I think for a second, saying the fried chicken might have thrown him <laughs> off. <laughs> I mean, did she have barbecue chicken, Carrie? Did she have, I mean, did she, she could have offered him some mac and cheese. Does she have chitlins? <laughs> but it's not just it's not just black people that eat fried chicken, okay? So let's just like, but oh my God. No, I give her a pass. No worries. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, all right, should we, should we listen to one that a listener recorded for us? Go for it. Okay. Here's a question. Uh, can you talk on why the term minority is considered offensive now? So I don't know the answer to that. I, I, I don't necessarily either. And it makes me feel better that you don't be. But I have I have heard that like that is inappropriate now. And and the last thing I want to do is say something that offends someone, you know, but. And I guess like for for this can segue into also like what is the preferred term when referring to black people? Because I do think that it changes. Right. I think on this podcast, we tend to say black. Yes. But I also listen. I literally I grab my phone. It says minority, a culturally, ethnically or racially distinct group that coexists with but is subordinate to a more dominant group. Mm. So I think people may be taking issue because that makes me that I'm I'm more like in power or yes. something like by, by like you're subordinate to me because you're a minority. Yes. And if I'm the only one, if we look at our third grade picture and right. when we were talking about that, I'm the only one in the photo, only minority. So, right. I feel like I am uh, the subordinate that I feel less than um, it just in the numbers alone. If you look at how many kids were in the class, I right. was. That's why when you said minority, I said, yeah, the only black person. But you are right that we do change. And and I don't necessarily know what's the right answer to it. But I don't like in reading that definition. I don't like what that says. Right. And so when I hear that, I'm like, oh, no, girl, um, I'm black. 
or I'm black right. American or I'm African American. And honestly, right. imagine me being a black woman. I don't know what the hell I'm supposed to say either. I first I'm African American, then I'm yes. Afro American, then I'm black, then I'm you know. So it changes. BIPOC, and now yes, it's BIPOC. BIPOC. I, right. So I, I mean, it is like I think. I think you have to defer to if someone corrects me, like you corrected me at one point for saying minority, then I think I just have to defer to you. Right. Because it's like and same that, that you know, because five years ago, I think we were saying African-American. And now I, I think it just depends who your audience is. But I for me, if I said to you, African-American and you said black, you corrected me or something, then I would just go with what? Because why would I say something that would be offensive to you? But that's me. Right. And then also know that you you said five years ago, maybe it was African-American. Girl, right. it's still African-American. It depends on, yeah. like you said, who who the person is. This week, yeah. I'm African-American. This I answer to everything, honey. Yeah, yeah. I answer to everything. Just don't yeah. call me anything. Just don't call me the N-word. I'll answer yes. to African-American, Afro-American, queen, okay? Yeah. Sugar yeah. mama. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that it's also like if people voice that something is offensive, then you have to hear that. Absolutely. And, and, and right? like and it's almost like we said, reading the room and, and, and it's hard because for a white person, too, you might feel like, well, damn, I'm trying to be woke, but y'all keep switching it. Yeah. Like, what am I supposed right. to do? And, and like you said, just being sensitive and saying, OK, so you're not comfortable with minority. OK, got it. And right. it doesn't mean you have to say, I'll say, oh, I have to use what Gloria is saying for everyone. You know what I mean? Right. But it just means that, you know what, if you care about that person, if they're trying to educate you or tell you, hey, could you call me this? then you are sensitive to that and you say, all right, out of respect, I will do my best to remember that. But yeah. I agree that it switches, you know? Right. And like I'm saying, you can call me anything and I'm going to answer. And so long right. as it's not derogatory, so long right. as it's not disrespectful, so long as right. it's not, it's not demeaning. Right. Yeah. Same. Right. Cause I mean, there are, there are demeaning labels for <laughs> white people as well. Yeah. But I don't know that they really hear it like that. Do they? <laughs> Cracker? <laughs> yeah, Cracker. And listen, when I was in Me uh, Mecco, I've heard kids say that. And that's, yeah. that's not nice, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, if someone said that to me, I think I would just laugh because they wouldn't even really understand. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't quite have, like, the, the weight of, uh, of some of the other no, slang it doesn't, terms, but, you know? But. Mm -hmm. but with us, we'd be like, oh, you know what? She white as a cracker, honey. And we would just yeah. laugh. We'd be like, yeah. you know, like a white cracker. Yo, she's mad white. Like she's yeah. straight up a cracker. And we think like that's der derogatory. Right. Right. But if you said that to me, you're probably calling me out on something super white that I said or did. And you know what? I got to go with it. <laughs> <laughs> but I, honestly, I try not to use names. Yeah. But right. the person's no, same, name. Same. Same. Yeah, exactly. To me, it's safer. Yeah. Smart. Yep. Oh, this is another one. And I'll listen. We're going to listen to the recording of this. All right. Ready? Listen to this one. This question is for Hollywood. Why are the black people always the first ones to die in movies? Okay, that is so true. I do not have an answer, <laughs> but that is so true, right? Like, I, I'm actually not a huge horror film, like, aficionado or whatever, but yes. it is true, right? You, you kill the black person. Right, and, and it's a joke, and it's not, like, for years, we'd be like, come on, man. You could have let him go to scene three, 15 minutes, right. and you're killing right. him, like, the first two minutes. And, and we were laughing, but on a serious note, it's like, okay, again, even in Hollywood, even in major movies, you're devaluing the life of a black and brown person. And yeah. we want you to have us on the screen a little longer. We want to totally. have 
lead roles. We want to be a part of, um, you know, putting together these um, films and being actors and having major roles because, you know, and people say, you know, is it true? Maybe people weigh in and get back to us. It is true. Yeah. And, and, and I'm sure people could, you know, respond to us and give us actually names of movies. But if you right. look it up, it is true. Also, I would ask you something else. Like, why is it that in movies, and I know amongst my family and friends, we've certainly joked over the years, in horror movies, why do they, you see something's dark. You hear mm-hmm. something dark coming from somewhere. Why does a white person go, hello? Is anyone there? <laughs> and why do they walk into the fire? Black people are like, hell no. I heard that. And I'm out. And then they run and you still kill them. So come oh on, Hollywood. God. Let's do a, let's do things a little different. <laughs> okay, but but also, because you kind of alluded to this, here's another thing. Yes. Why do black people talk to the movie screen? <laughs> <laughs> because I mean, I mean, it's a stereotype. I get it. Yes. But like what you were just saying, that happens if you go, especially if you go to see like especially a horror film, and if you go like in more of like the black areas, yes. you know. I mean, everyone is yelling at the screen like, what are you doing, girl? Don't go, right? Yes, so. but try going to a Tyler Perry movie. Oh yes, my God, exactly. Medea, anything. Yeah. I've been, but I'm going to be honest with you. My husband, a black male, does not talk in a movie. And he yeah. is with you on that. He's like, listen, why do people talk? <laughs> I don't talk. My sister, I took her to a play. She was like, girl, tell it. I go, if you don't yeah. stop. She goes, oh, my God, he is fine. And the women were, like, talking. I'm like, y'all are full on doing call and response. Yeah, like, okay, yeah. you need to no. be quiet. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I love it. I think it it makes like a viewing experience no, so amazing. It's not okay. <laughs> I but but I mean, it is like it is it is just a funny. It's one of those things that's like funny because it's true, right? It does happen. But it's you funny know? in the beginning. But then when you keep doing it, like I've been in yeah. theaters when I'm like, are, are you kidding me right now? Like you're fully yeah, exactly. talking through the whole thing. Right. And I want to hear so and so talk, yeah. not you. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah. but my sister's gonna kill me. She's a uh, she loves the podcast, by the way. And Aww. she always listens. She's going to be like, really, Gloria? Yeah. You're going to call me out? But she does that. I'm like, yo, stop it. One time, I seriously, we went to see a play. I said, I promise you, if you say it again, I'm just going to get up and leave. She was yeah. like, why? I said, because you're embarrassing me. You fully are talking back. She's like, oh, my God, he's fine. And she likes to go, tell it. Talk about it. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Talk about That's- it. I said, you're not in church. Stop it. Stop it. Just stop it. That's amazing. Okay, but but continuing on like the Hollywood thing. Yes. Because there's been a lot of talk about this in the last, like, you know, more recently, like the last year or two. But do you get annoyed that the majority of TV shows and movies don't star people that look like you? Yes. Right? Yes. I mean, there's so much talk about that, that you grew up not seeing people that looked like you on TV. I, I, obviously, there were there were shows, but not the majority of shows no. and not the majority of roles, right? So Mm-mm. there's so much about that that, like, you know, of, of multiple races that people are saying this, that, you know, that they're saying, like, I grew up not seeing someone who looked like me. And now to have, you know, Mulan or whatever, yes. whatever, like show or um, that now there's more of an attempt at representation. Right. I, I mean, love we- that. And it's important because guess what? If everyone, America as a whole, if all they see on the news 
are black men being arrested. If all they see on the news are tragedies of black families, and when they go to watch television, they only see white families. They only Mm -hmm. see commercials with white families. Or, you know what, I've also heard, I'm jumping around, but I've said people complain about commercials where you'll have a white father, a white mother, and their two kids and their dog. But then you'll do a commercial with a black woman and two kids. So where is the father? So this manipulation has been going on for years. So it is nice. And we are finally getting to a point where, yes, we see stuff on television that's not just negative. That's just not on the 6 o'clock, the 10 o'clock, the 11 o'clock news. That we're seeing characters or we're learning about directors and writers that are having seats at the table and actually being a part of the creative process. That Mm -hmm. is amazing to see. And it's been long overdue. And just Mm -hmm. like so when we see somebody like Viola Davis. Right. We see her up there. We cry for her. Cicely Tyson. Mm -hmm. We cry because we're like, oh, my God, some somehow somebody's making it. You know what I mean? But it's not enough. Then you mm-hmm. get people, sometimes I fear too. I don't fear, I know. Well, there'll be a predominantly black cast and it's like they just get snubbed. Like they don't yep. even get acknowledged for their work. Why? Because there wasn't a white character in it. It's like, guys, we've been watching white characters, the whole cast be white, sitting there on Friends. There ain't none of my friends yeah. there. Right. Yeah. You know? Okay. Oh my God, that's okay. So true. You know, so yeah. that's why when we had Living Single, we're like, okay, girl. Yeah. Okay, somebody yeah. that looks like me. Because right. those are all my friends from Wayland. Right. On Friends. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And remember, mm-hmm. I, I didn't get invited to the birthday party, and I ain't getting invited to, <laughs> to the Friends party either. So people are like, right. oh, my God, let's get together. I'm like, girl, don't nobody want to watch that? It's cool, but that doesn't represent me. So if we can yep. mix it up a little bit, how cool is that? Mm-hmm. Totally. Totally. Like, so I remember when we, were in, when we were in Chicago, I would go to a bar and watch 90210 and Melrose yes. Place, and you, you were probably like, uh... I don't need to see those. Yeah, people. but people used to say it to me, Gloria, we're gonna go, and then you go to the, everyone go to the apartment. I said, Girl, why the hell would I want to do that? And yeah. I would just be laughing. I'm like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. But it's it's funny because <laughs> I don't I hadn't obviously I didn't think about it at the time. And now it's looking at like, oh yeah, everyone was white in all those shows. You know? Right. It's like, of course. But, but even let's talk about reality shows for a second, right? Mm-hmm. Housewives of Atlanta, right? Predominantly black. They might have a few characters that don't look like them. But then, right. you know, housewives of, what do you call it, New Jersey? New Jersey right. housewives? Like, everyone looks the same. So I guess, mm-hmm. I mean, that's the way the world is. But it's nice to see sometimes when we can come together. Coexist. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And do you think, honestly, do you think those shows were, I mean, I think they were, but what do you think? Intentionally done? D- d- that you mean that it was like yes. one was black and one was white? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, and it's only recent that there's been um, anyone black on The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. Right. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. He was a beauty, honey. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But there's been like controversy, you know, regarding that, too. And what I get mad about, I get mad at myself for not even realizing that. And I I don't know the show well enough to know how many seasons, but it was like, you know, 15 seasons before they had someone that was, you know, of a different race. And it's like the fact that I didn't even really notice that and this this goes back to the question about like do you think about your race because you probably noticed that right away like there's you know 25 women and not one of them is black oh yeah you know or whatever like that's so you i know. don't want to watch that it's like i don't right. like i'm yeah. cool but i'm i don't want to watch that um well, I you get to watch that every day right you see, <laughs> i mean like what yeah yeah exactly you've been listening to hard candy and fruit snacks with my mom gloria and my mom carrie 
This episode was produced by Frank Belita, Carrie Clifford, Gloria Harrison, and an ACL joint production. With the music by Alex Skolnick Trio. Check them out at alexskolnick.com. Tune in next time to hear more from our moms. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening.